Talk about the NFL draft. How's it going, everybody? Oh, you're back to doing your little. Uh... Welcome to the jungle, <laughs> draft, folks. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. That's yeah, you know he's, he's light bearer, light bearer. <laughs> All right, so you guys remember Ricky? He did. He was nice to come on before, break down the uh, the AFC West needs, the NFC West needs before the draft. I was wrong. You were wrong. Entirely wrong. <laughs> He he, and um, also broke down some of the corners and safeties. So we'll go over uh, the AFC. GMs didn't agree with me on that either. But. No, clearly not. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we'll uh, maybe we'll go over some of your takes in a special bit on it. And okay. uh, but yeah, let's go over the AFC West, man. And let's start out with the Oakland Raiders, right? Yeah. I don't know why I'm starting with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, we'll start with the Oakland Raiders. Oh, no, let's do yeah, Let's do that because they had so many picks in the first round. They had every pick in the first round. Everybody. Oh, they had, they had every pick. And at four overall, they drafted Cleveland Farrell. And what do you guys think about that? Well, first off, I just like that whatever people told them to do, they said, nah, I'm good. Nah, fuck that shit. Why, <laughs> why, would, why would Gruden listen to anybody? Or Mayock. Mayock. Well, I think Mayock's just listening to Gruden. I think it's what it is. Is, is Mayock is basically, here's my opinions. And then Gruden's like, you're going to do what I say. And that is it. We're drafting guys I like. Yes and no, but I do think that a lot of these picks scream Mayock if you've watched a lot of his breakdowns over the past couple of years. That's He's true. all about character. He's all about character. That's, He's that's all about true. leadership. All these guys are high character guys. No off the field issues. And also they were all that's hitting dunks. Go get Antonio Brown, right? <laughs> high character. Yeah. Well, that's where Gruden yeah. comes in. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. So Wojo might be right about that high part character. of it. It was a trade off. So I, I just want to answer you. What do you think about John Gruden now? My thing about John Gruden is. I know this. He's not. I know that's not about the draft. <laughs> but uh, well, it is about the Oakland Raiders. I, and we're talking about the Oakland Raiders. Yes. Okay. But I think the John Gruden that left was better than the John Gruden that came back. The John Gruden that came back just doesn't seem like the same guy. He seems like he's like Hollywooded out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember when he was Chucky? Yeah. I don't know if you. I don't know if you remember that. But oh, he was I do. Chucky, oh, he does. I'm a Broncos fan. I remember all he that. He was Chucky, dude. You know. That's you know what it is? The league has changed so much since then, too, so we wonder how it's going to be jumping right back in with his same philosophies if they apply to now. That's the thing. The game has changed, and it has he adapted. And it, it looks like his playbook – his playbook's still applicable. Mm-hmm. It, he, they did like they did move the ball. And a lot, of the, the, a lot of the throws that weren't on the field last year – like a lot of the throws that were missed were a lot – I think a lot on Derek Carr. Uh, he just – I don't know, man. Did Derek Carr take a step back or something? Like, he looked like he was on the rise. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't figure and, out what's going on with Derek Carr. However – And maybe he's just uncomfortable in the offense. And may, remember Matt Ryan, his first year under Shanahan? Mm-hmm. He, maybe the Raiders did, is just a shit franchise. <laughs> maybe. They were on the rise. They're cursed. I don't know. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – Go against you on that. I have no love for the Raiders. But I, I was saying, remember let's when... Stick up, uh, let's stick up Al Davis and have sex with his bones. Come on. If it was up to Al Davis, he you would have drafted whoever. You and your kink. Anyway, I was going to say, uh, remember when Matt Ryan was uh, was in his first year on Shanahan's offense? He had a really hard time. Yeah. So sometimes it takes a year or two to de- like get used to an offense. And maybe we'll see this year Derek Carr being more willing to sling it. He just he seems to... He's starting to become Alex Smith where he'll, he's more willing to take the check down. Then well, he is willing to make the big time throw, and I think that comes with learning the playbook too. You know, getting more confidence with it to be able to let it go. Yeah, exactly. They paid him, they paid him too quick, man. They paid him. Well, they so had to. Much. He was coming up on the end of his contract. They paid him so much. Like, However, not, but when you compare him to the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL, he's not really that highly paid. He got like he, eighty, didn't he? 
He's he's getting twenty a year, but now the rest of it's not guaranteed anyway. And we, there was questions about whether Gruden was going to take a quarterback in the top ten or even in the first round. And Calamari. And he did. He had dropped or traded all his picks for him, but he didn't. So yeah, uh, the Cleveland Farrell pick. All these guys are, I think, also had high floors. Yeah. At least the first three. Yeah. Um, you know what you're getting with Jonathan Abrams. You know you're getting a strong safety, a solid box safety. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best guy in coverage. Really good against the run. Josh Jacobs, good running back. Um, I, again, I think it was a little high for me. Just because he kind of reminded me, like, I, I don't know. If you were to redraft uh, the draft a couple years ago with Kareem Hunt, would you take Kareem Hunt in the first round? Yes. Yes, you would. Or Alvin Kamara? <laughs> yes. Yes. Would you? I'll tell you that Kareem Hunt, man, he should be playing soccer, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what? He missed her. Did you not watch the video? He missed. No. Anyway. But he was it was willing. poor form, too. Yeah, willing. yeah, no. The thing is, it, it was like, it was it was like a push a, kick. But it was, yeah. Joe was, Rogan wouldn't be happy. No, about it wasn't that. a push kick. It was like a trip <laughs> kick. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Man, you guys are bad at breaking down video, clearly. Okay. Yo, I, don't um, even, I don't even know if I saw. It. I think I did see it once. Dude, I did a whole bit on it. We can. We can. He messed his friend up. That's what I saw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he poor guy. His, <laughs> he shoved his friend. He hit the girl, and the girl went into the elevator. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Kareem Hunt, but actually, but we did. But here's the thing I wanted to talk about with that though was uh, Kareem Hunt. Like he's not on that team anymore. But then da- uh, Darren Williams did really well on that team. Yes, he did. In, in his spot start, yes, he did. Now that could also be uh, something to talk about as far as maybe Miami's uh, offense wasn't using him correctly, Correct. or maybe he's developed more as a player, or maybe just Bruce Arians. Uh, uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Two old guys with beards. Two glasses. old ball guys, beards and glasses, kind of chubby. Yeah. Um, maybe, but that's what my question mark is with taking running backs so early is maybe you can get an equivalent value later on or out of even so not I, even in the draft and free agency. So, so let me ask you a quick question. Um, like when when is Andy Reid actually going to have to fucking win something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, we're cutting your mic. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know, man. Like, it's a fair question, guy. but keep going on random like, ass tangents complaining gonna, about coaches. He's going to be in the fucking Hall of Fame. He hasn't won anything. I don't know what to tell you, man. He's you got to fucking win. Look at the team you have, dude. You have a bunch of fucking wife beaters, man. Get the fuck out of here. All right, all right. Back to the draft. Back to the draft. So what would you think? At least of these three first-round picks, Jonathan Abram, uh, you were high on him. Yeah, I was high on him. I was a little critical of him in coverage, but he tested a lot better than I think I even realized. What I will say is that he – and remember I said we brought this up last time, and it makes a lot of sense why Mayock drafted him. Big leadership guy. Kind of reminds me of Jamal Adams in a lot of ways. Like I said, not as good in coverage as Jamal Adams, but and as evidence of him or not being a Cam top Chancellor 10 pick. Or as Cam Chancellor, even. Like, right. Kind of like a Cam Chancellor role. I but a more athletic fun. Cam yeah, Chancellor. Like a, yeah. like you know what I mean? Cam Chancellor. Like they grow on fucking TV, right? <laughs> Yeah, like you could find a 6'4". Yeah, give me a Cam Chancellor. 230-pound safety. That, Derwin James, man. One of the best yeah. players to ever fucking play on a field. One of the best defensive players. I'm saying role player. I'm saying role. Like I actually do like this pick role. for them. And and as far as the running backs, we talked about the fact that I thought they might take a running back. I thought they'd take one later. I wasn't sure there was a first-round running back in this draft. But um, they needed one, and I think that he's a guy that runs with purpose. He runs with a motor. Not the best 40 time, but it's not really that concerning. He has a decent 10-yard yeah, split. Yeah, that, that's the – when you're looking at running backs, you're looking more at the ability to get you know get yardage right away. You're not looking good vision. to the breakaway. Yeah, good vision. Good pass protector. Great pass catcher. They were looking for a three-down back, and they got a three-down back. They got a three-down back, and it also, you know, a lot of the concerns with him is he didn't have as much production, as much playing time in Alabama over the course of the years, but... Reduced wear and tear. There we go, and that was the problem with a lot of Alabama running backs in the past. 
And the benefit of taking a running back late in the first round is that you still get the fifth-year option. And the fifth-year option on a running back taken like in the 20s is not the same as a running back taken in the top five. You know, mm-hmm. The, the fifth-year option is a lot cheaper when you're talking about players taken at the end of the first round than the top of the first round. So he's not getting paid. His fifth-year option is not going to be Ezekiel Elliott money. So let me ask you a question about um, about the forty, right? That's what they measure these running backs with. Mm-hmm. So what's a good number for the forty? I mean, I'm comfortable with anything between four three up through four six. Okay. When you get into the I four sevens, it, you get a little concerned. As possible, yeah, that's what I've always heard. Yeah, it depends on your position <laughs> yes. too. I mean, Quinn does a three seven, but you know, but <laughs> fuck the NFL. I don't want to be in the. But NFL. with running backs, I'm a little more concerned with their ten yard split right off the bat. And how well they accelerate? Because how long? Are, how often are they running forty yard dashes straight? And, and I mean, got, look at Alvin Kamara. He ran a four five five, but nobody questions dude, his burst through the dude, hole. I love seeing him run. So, but now, so you're dealing with some of these one and done running backs, right? So now, they're what they could run in as a freshman and what they could run as a senior are two different numbers, probably, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers could be higher as a senior because you're lighter as a freshman, right? It's possible. Okay. Yeah, but that, then that can also be a testament to their work ethic in terms of how much they're hitting the weight room okay. to put on mass okay. when they need to. If they don't really change much body mass, it might be a question as to how much they're really dedicated to the program. How, how do you? I'm just because this does pertain to the draft. How do you feel about the one and done thing? How do you? Because in football, to me, in football, I think it, I, I don't think it's a good thing. I, I don't mind it with running backs. I don't mind it with running backs. I mind it more with quarterbacks. I mind it more yeah. with offensive tackles. Yeah. There's certain positions that uh, when you play for only one year, you're probably not as developed technique-wise. Mm-hmm. So that's why like my favorite tackle in the draft was Jonah Williams. He's played since he was a freshman, and now he's a, he was a true so- a true junior when he came out. And uh, it, they, it, as far as statistically-wise, like I, I mean, statistically – uh, it just it shows that running backs have an easier transition to the NFL than other positions because it's an easier position to kind of learn schematically. But when you're talking about guys like uh, like offensive tackle, which is technique, quarterback, which is technique, and the more you have to develop very refined aspects of that technique, I think that those positions it's more important to be in the, be in college longer and to show that production better. Yeah, and some some positions I don't think it matters as much. But do you think that they've gotten hit hard enough really honestly like one and well, done? You don't guys? want them to. Well, you that was what I was going to say only you because don't want the wear and tear. You've seen a lot of these oh, they got they got men that are in their 30s that's that are true. making millions of dollars to hurt them, dude. No, I understand. And I, I mean it's a concern especially when you get somebody that's really young and how they're going to respond to that, but you look at somebody like a Monty Ball who was there for four years and had a lot of wear and tear, a lot of production, a lot of carries, and the wheels fell off when he got to the NFL. And you see that with you know uh, our good buddy um, uh, Trent Richardson and, and different players like that that had a lot of tread on the tires. And that's I'm not a lot of the Bama players go, that I'm, stayed for a lot of time. I'm not saying that they got to go all four years, but I'm saying one year. You know, for a running yeah. back, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Like I said, I don't mind it as much, provided two things: one, their their fumble rate's not really high. And two, they show that they they have decent vision, decent athleticism, and that they can play. Like actually, that's the thing with Josh Jacobs. He's shown he can pass protect. He's shown he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he's shown that he's a good runner. So, I, I don't. Again, in a position where the lifespan is very short, mm-hmm. it's not a longevity position. You don't usually make it to a third contract for a lot of these guys. So, and, and you're lucky that you get it to a second contract. I think it's. I, I I don't mind it. But what what about what? About, and I know I'm sorry. I All right, can we? Yeah, let, actually, let's just go to the next thing because you keep on asking the same question. I like it, though. It's not the same question. I'm just saying is is the there's a lot of nuance here. The mentorship though. The saying is like if somebody goes to one year of college, right? 
right? And then they go to three years of college, right? The guy that went to three years of college had friends, had social, had was was down to earth. Well, he was. Like you still have to be a junior when you come. You still have to be either a redshirt, redshirt sophomore, or a junior when you come out. So he still did three years of college. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just one year on the field. Yeah, one year on the field. Okay. and that's the trade-off we talk about with somebody at these bigger programs, though, because they have such high talent coming in. A lot of them are always coming in, and then someone's right behind them, so they have that year of production and they move on. So you're getting yeah. the higher talent is going to have less time in the NFL. Yeah. That's the trade-off. But then you also get schools like LSU, um, Ohio yeah. State, where they produce. They, a lot of their corners and defensive backs only get one or yep, two, yep. one year, year and a half of gotcha. playing for the time. same reason. For the same reason, but they end up being the best in the NFL. Usually, usually, those are the high production yeah, schools. But college runner has one marquee year. I know that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they, they he has a one marquee year. I'm just you know sometimes because you can look at the reverse of it. Bryce Love tore his ACL last year, yeah. and he could have came out last year. Probably would have at least went in the third round. And now he had to go in the fifth, and he's probably lucky he went in the fifth. You look at someone like Christian McCaffrey, too. Like, if he would have had another year, who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was a little bit slender in college. Well, he still went top ten, so does it— well, right, but he had one year—but I'm saying, like, he had one huge year. He yeah. played since he was a freshman, but not as much. So the point was that with that less time, well, he's he doing well. Yeah. No, no, no. He had, like, two years, but one with a, a significant amount of carries, a significant amount of tread. Yeah. Uh, How'd you feel about Trayvon Mullen? That was an interesting one, top of round two. He wasn't he wasn't on a lot of people's boards as far as high on the corner list. Yeah, I'm hot and cold with him, and the, the reason is is he like I said he didn't let up a touchdown in college, but a lot of that might do with the pass rush, and yeah, that's actually Farrell. a testament to Cleveland Farrell, which is like Christian if you Wilkins. have the best pass rushing team. Why not take the possibly one of the best pass rushers on that team? Yeah, you know, I was going <clears> to <throat> ask you about that too, about like when you have these guys that are on a good team, mm-hmm. it's a good team. So like how like you you said like how good was he actually? Right. Like if you get a cornerback that's on not that good of a team, but he was good, you know you're getting a good cornerback. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. It's Especially because they're probably not dealing with the help with the pass rush. I mean, he has to cover for a lot less time. The quarterback's vision is off. He's thrown off his platform. His footwork's all messed up. Errant throws. But um, I, I think he does have a pretty good skill set, and it shouldn't shouldn't go against him completely. And that shows why he was drafted there. That my issue with him was a little bit more his transition out of the break and a little mm-hmm. slow coming out of the burst, which could potentially be a problem covering people like Emmanuel Sanders. And obviously Tyreek Hill is probably not going to be a problem, but they have a replacement for him right now. And there's a lot of speedy receivers in that division. Yeah, I know a lot of people made a big deal about the Cleveland Farrell pick number four. We we kind of glossed over it. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, he could they could have traded back," or they, there was a lot more high upside mm-hmm. players there in the draft. I think what Gruden and Mayock were doing is they were trying to hit doubles. And I think I don't think Cleveland Farrell's going to bust. No, that's my number one thing. I mean, it depends on what your definition of a bust is too. If you're saying he's not going to be a twelve sack a year guy, I think that's probably you know he might not get twelve sacks a year. He but he might. could be a ten year player. Yeah, he's ten year starter. Yeah, he could definitely be a ten year starter. I don't think he's going to break any kind of rookie uh, sack record. But dude, the guy technique wise is really good, really refined. But the thing is, I also didn't think he was that much different than Chase Winovich, who went in the third round of the Patriots, which yeah. they got to steal with that guy. I, I love Chase Winovich. Also, kind of looks like Thor. Um, so so let me ask you a question. So, so with all this work that the Raiders have done, and all this, like I mean, they've done a lot of stuff. Man. Oh yeah, they've done a lot of stuff. Do you think that they can have a losing season this year? I mean, there's the question: Can they afford yeah, to have one? They can get like you know, like like. I know they're not going to fire Gruden, but, I mean, they should have a good season this year, right? Well, 
here, I feel like a Tough lot of division. these picks are investment picks for the future. That's why they had, they felt like they had the freedom with their longer contracts to be able to make some foundational picks is yeah. what they used. So these are guys that they want to build a base with and move forward. So I don't know that it's going to be an overnight thing, nor do I think that they think it's going to be. But over time, someone like a Jonathan Abram and a Josh Jacobs, they can take over a team and really create its identity from the beginning. Uh, real quick, we're going to touch on the day three of that draft, and we'll go right into the next team. Yep. Um, would you get, I like the Max Crosby pickup, uh, Isaiah Johnson. I think those guys were high upside guys. Very Love athletic. Isaiah Johnson. I don't know why I didn't talk about him last time, but I left him off just for sake of time. Well, these guys are very athletic, very high upside. X receiver, too. Yeah. Can read the routes. Yeah. Um. So I think developmental-wise, I think their day three picks kind of were, were like so solid that I think they were, as far as winning day three, they were one of the better teams at it. Now, sometimes you get a lot of teams that they do this and then they don't get anybody to work on special teams because that's what a lot of people yeah. use day three picks for is picking up guys on special teams. Well, they might get that out of Quentin Bell. because that, that, And Hunter Renfro. And well, Hunter Foster Renfro Moreau. might be able to contribute right away. Yeah. Okay, this was a former walk-on. What you thought about Hunter Renfro, yeah. Yeah, former walk-on. I mean, you know he's got the tenacity to be able to kind of play above what people expected of him. Um, not super fast, but quick enough. I think when you look at his ability to run routes, kind I of, mean, it's so cliche drawing a, a comparison to someone like Wes Welker, but you can't help but do that. Yeah, or Edelman, kind of like a good slot role. A little less athletic hands. than Edelman, though. Uh, solid hands. Uh, again, he's going to probably be more of a slot player. Mm-hmm. But I could see them getting him involved pretty quickly. And they, they're the ones. That's the team that uh, traded for uh, what's his name, uh, Switzer last year, who's again mm-hmm. a guy who was compared to Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. So, also, Switzer was a lot faster than Renfro. Yeah. So, um, uh, I again, the day three, I think they did really well. Correct. And it seems like they were just at least trying not to fail with their day two and day one picks. And actually, just one more thing about Renfro. You know, he had played a lot of years there. I think he may have been a four-year player. Yeah. Um, and. That's a lot of time fine-tuning his craft. And when you have something with a receiver, talk about positions, yeah. all right, understanding route concepts and how to deceive receivers with your eyes and your hips and that and change the speed to, to, to be able to throw them off and get separation to make up for some of the speed deficiencies, that's where that can come into play. Yeah. Well, we've seen a lot of guys who come out, seniors, uh, receivers, who go to the Senior Bowl and they kind of show out and they end up getting drafted usually top three rounds. Mm-hmm. Guys like uh, um, Zay Jones. Yep. Uh, Guy uh, on the Rams, uh, who's your favorite? Cooper guy? Cup. Cooper Cup. Yeah. So y- we have a lot of guys that do end up. Name, I, I know. They <laughs> develop. They develop good route running skills. Yep. And they end up be. And a lot of times, route running is kind of a good deciding factor. Good hands and good route running uh, are the two techniques that you can't. Uh, I. I. Not like it's just you can rely on, right. and they usually translate really well. Agreed. Let's go to the Broncos. That's your team, man. Your that team, team, the Broncos. Are you a Broncos fan? I'm a Broncos fan. Do you like Dan Reeves? This comes out on Do air. Like this Dan is Reeves? Probably Do you like Dan Reeves or no? Yeah. I got Dan not... Reeves was my boy. Yeah, I, 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 like... John... I loved him. I never had guys. an issue with Dan Reeves. I was more of a Shanahan guy because that's what I grew up with, but I knew I knew the history. He won two Super Bowls. I knew the history. I love him. <laughs> I want him back. I want him back in the NFL. Yeah? Yeah, I'm rooting for Kyle. Let's see what happens. And how do you feel with Elway? How do you feel with Elway as the GM and kind I of actually running like these drafts? Him. And I, I, a lot of people, you know, they're pretty critical of him. I mean, fair when it comes to quarterbacks. But a lot of his other picks have actually been pretty productive, particularly his undrafted signings yeah. that went on to become pro bowlers. Dude, I love – we talk about Josh Osweiler all the time on this show, man. I love that guy. Is that, was that Brock? Brock. 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 Sorry, Brock. Brock. Sorry, Brock. I am a fan. Fair. You can call him Josh. <laughs> That's why I got his name wrong. I'm a Josh? fan, Josh. I'm a fan. Brock. Can I borrow some money, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> he comes in once a year, wins a game, and then gets paid. Dude, 
much money for doing nothing. It's awesome. He's getting paid by like three different teams. I he's think. the American dream, Brock Osweiler. And I think he's. I think that team. Uh, I think Elway's gotten better with drafting the last couple of years, especially last year. I think they they drafted really well. This year, I, I look at their draft. I mean, let's talk about their draft. Uh, how you feel? Oh, they traded down. Yep. They traded down. Got Noah Fant, and they got a they got a third rounder next year and a second this year from the Steelers. What do you think about Noah Fant? You like him? I yeah. do like him, and here's the reason why I like him is because they I'm I'm kind of blanking on his name right now. He's some Italian fella, Rich Scarangello or something like that. Mm-hmm. That the offensive coordinator they hired his quarterbacks coach from the Forty Nine ers. Hey, hey, you got a problem? Hey, bada bing. Man. But uh, yeah, no. It's, it's I, I do you remember? It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I can't pronounce it, but uh, I. The word is he's kind of a guru when it comes to offenses, and he did a lot with George Kittle. And I see a lot of Noah Fant and George Kittle in terms of athleticism and explosiveness. Mm-hmm. Not as much production in college as he would have won. That's why he got overshadowed by his teammate, who I thought the Broncos might have drafted in the top ten if they were able to get Hawkinson. But clearly they had their eyes on a, on a tight end. I came into this draft open-minded. I would have been happy with almost anybody they picked you know, outside of maybe Daniel Jones. But everybody else, I'd be so, okay with. So can I ask? Can I ask him about the Broncos for a second? Am I loud or no? Ask him what. Go ahead. <laughs> so you like what's his face? Your quarterback? You like him? But no. So okay, I was gonna no. bring that up. The other good thing about the fan, I think the I other good thing about the fan. Kept my boy Case Keenum, man. What's up? I wasn't a big fan of him either. I, Why? I, I, at that point, she just went back to Simeon. I don't did you know. Give him last year, though. Really? No. No, I understand. I understand. I just, I, I felt like his he peaked higher than he'd ever. He wouldn't repeat what he did in Minnesota. On this guy's back, man. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not hating on him. If I ever meet this guy, I'm gonna cup his balls for like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? But saying? he was in the league long enough to do something, and he showed out for one he year. Did. He fucking made it to the goddamn championship game. <sighs> that team was probably. It still is one of the most talented teams that we've seen in a while. I'm like, I, like. Here's the thing. Like, I also didn't hate him, and we needed you and him. Fucking, what's the guy's name? For would you rather have had Zimmer? Flacco or? What do you know? Zimmer? Is that his name? What's his name? All right. Would you rather have had Flacco know, like or uh... the, the 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 manager, the the coach for the, the Vikings? What's his name? Oh yeah, 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 Zimmer? yeah, yeah. Zimmer, Mike Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah. Well, would you rather he's defensive guy anyway? Yeah, with Zimmer. Yeah, me. Well, was like, we hang out when they were playing. He was like, he's playing with a horseshoe in his pocket. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Well, he he does play had, a little He had two sometimes. of the best receivers in the NFL. He had a really good OC. I'll work with it. Pat Shermer. Wojo's <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, trying so hard to stay on script. <laughs> yeah. We might do seven I'm episodes. Boy, like at the rate Keenum. he goes on a tangent at this point, dear God. Would you rather have Case Keenum or Joe Flacco? To be honest, Joe Flacco. All right, and I don't like Joe Flacco, but I I like his. But he also fits the offense they're trying to run, and they want to get down the field more, and he can do that. But does he look excited? No. That's my thing about Joe Flacco. He just never looked excited. And he's another thing is, dude, when they give these guys the money, just like the dude from Detroit. He's not bad, but he's not doing what Stafford. he did before he got the money. To be fair, I'd take Stafford over all of them that yeah. we just talked about. I know. He, yeah. Dude, I'd cuff his balls, too. What I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm saying is saying is, that a little close is, to him when you say is, that. Is he no? But I'm saying is is he? he he's mentioned a lot of cupping balls today. I, I, I cup that guy's balls. That guy's balls. I, that I guy. Think, what is with you in cupping balls? I don't know, man. It's 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 a it's a it's, it's, it's his kink. It's, it's his kink. It's, it's Anthony, I won't kink shame you. It's, it's fine. It's Anthony All right. So you would rather have Flacco over Case Keenum? Yes. Uh, I also uh, I think with Flacco, if you think you can get him back to the Super Bowl level he was at before, like you're hoping you can get him back to upside. Now you're hoping you can get a thirty something year old back to his, what he was in his twenties. So I think that's wishful thinking. But at least like you you've seen it with Flacco, and you've seen him do a lot more. And also, I, I, did his yeah, arm get? He had that defense. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Awesome no, defense, yeah. dude. 
But he's walking in knowing a bit more of the offense that they're coming in and doing. Um, that's why they also probably got Noah Fan. Is he probably yeah. you know? I mean, Joe Flacco seems to always throw to tight ends anyway. Um, I I don't know if I would have made that trade because I don't think I, mean, the I think the money is, the guy's name is Flacco, <laughs> especially because they're clearly at least going to go for another. They're probably going to go for a quarterback next year too if they if Drew Locke doesn't really pan out on their yeah. uh, their roster. So they like second round quarterbacks. So yeah, it's they, they, they seem to do stuff with that for a bit. Uh, Let's not gloss over Reisner though. I love Reisner, man. Reisner, I call him Reisner. You call him Reisner? Maybe he is Reisner. I don't know. I thought it was Reisner. I don't care. Um, I'm gonna roll with it. I, dude, I think this guy could play all three spots in the offensive line, guard, tackle, center. I think he was underrated. I I think he should have won in the first round. I really think high a, pass blocking rating. I think he let up 30 PFF, pressures all yeah. year. He, well, I'm a bit – I think PFF's been pretty No, I accurate. think PFF is really good at, uh, at gauging success rates for offensive linemen as yeah. far as pass protectors. And not as good at getting the, the run blocking number, the run, the run conversion. But that also comes down to scheme. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I like about uh, – the only thing about Riser is he kind of lets up on his foot, can kind of get beat a little bit on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little bit in his technique, but he's going to have Mike Munchak as his yeah. – uh, as his o as his O line coach, which sure is probably to top two O line coaches in the NFL, uh, so he's going to get a lot from him. He's probably not going to be playing tackle right away no. unless Garrett Bowles just gives up on life. I don't know what happens with him. But they <laughs> just signed Juwan James yep. too, so they're going to have Juwan James at right tackle. They're probably going to stick Reisner in at guard or center. Stick him in at guard. Um, they also don't have a center right now, do they? They have. They let Paradis go. Isn't Connor McGovern is his name, not to be confused with Connor McGregor. Connor McGovern. That was their backup center. Oh, because there was another Connor McGovern in this in this draft. Yes, there was the, the Penn. Was that the Penn State? Yes, no, and yeah. we went to the the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, no, no, no. This was the the poor man's Connor McGovern that's so been on the practice squad. Let me ask you a question, real quick. Um, when you're dealing with offensive linemen, would you rather have someone who's a good pass protector or somebody who's a good run run guy? Uh, I mean, that's tough with scheme. I think when it comes to tackle, pass protecting is far more. It depends on the coach, the defense, or it it depends on your offensive scheme, but also what strengths you have in general, like what kind of quarterback you have, what kind of receivers, what kind of okay. talent you have. However, I would also say if you're going to break it down by position, I, the interior guys, I would like to be better run blockers. I can deal with a a, a tackle that's not quite as good at pass blocking. Say, the guy next to the quarterback, you want to be I mean, a run guy, not yeah. quite as good at yeah. run blocking, but it's more of a pass block, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 The guy who's blocking the edges. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. I, I kind of agree with you on that. I, I, again, it comes down to scheme. Uh, if you're can doing, you learn, a, can somebody? What's easier to learn? Do you think? Run blocking. You think so? So, yes. so you'd probably yeah. be better to get somebody that's really good at pass blocking and then try to teach him some run blocking. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why well, I that's think what they're the kind of doing with here. Andre Dillard. Okay. All right. Um, well, I think it's runs and run blocking. That's what also- we're talking about, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> run blocking is also an attitude too. <laughs> So, uh, and again, it also comes down to your running scheme as well. If you're trying to run more gap or power, or you're running some more outside zone, which actually this is in this offense with, uh, considering they're trying to go for that Kubiak, they're probably going more for outside zone play yep. action. Yep. Again, why they got Noah Fant, somebody who can run up the seam and kind of beat some linebackers. Yeah, uh, with good hands, Reisner can can absolutely be a good. Uh, I think he'd be very good at uh, being a uh, a gap power guard. I think he'd also play in zone, very athletic. And what do you feel about Drew Locke? Because they were talking about taking Drew Locke at 10 this year, man. 
Well, and they didn't take him at 10. They took him at 42 with that extra second-round pick. I kind of half expected them to take him at 10, so I can't be mad that they took him in the second round. I was kind of living with it. You know, I was, I was fine with it. I don't hate Drew Locke. I like his arm talent. He reminds me physically in terms of athleticism and his arm talent of Jay Cutler, and I liked Jay Cutler from a physical standpoint. However, he doesn't have the negative attributes to – Jay Cutler's personality. You know, this kid seems like he could be more of a franchise guy. Now, I think he struggles a little bit with accuracy, but historically, gunslingers have. So, and, and they've succeeded. So he, I, he was also coming from an, he had a, a lot of switches of offensive coordinators at his college. Right. Uh, they just put in a pro style offense this year, and he actually got better towards the end of the year. And we've constantly seen development from him. He's constantly gotten better. So, with Drew Locke, you're, when you're seeing a, a player in college get better and better, and his, his completion percentage getting better, and he's making better throws. And keep in mind, his guys dropped a lot of passes. For sure. I, I would have, part of me probably would have rather had this guy than Josh Allen at certain points. Yeah. Um, especially going into the year. I, I think, he, you know, he's very athletic. Do you think Flacco is going to be worried about anything? You think he's going to be sweating? Yeah, I think that's just na- the nature of Drew Rock. Drew- People will be calling for Drew Locke. People will be calling back for Case Keenum. I'm calling for him right now. <laughs> I'm calling for him right now. No, I, I do think. I mean, Flacco's a competitive guy too. Plus, it's just the nature of the beast. Is he though? They drag. Is he? He, he was. Like he was he salty. Got a load in his pants. He was salty about Lamar Jackson all year, and that was Dude, evident. But that's his look. He always looks like he crapped his pants. I swear <laughs> to God, that's the fucking Joe Flacco look. Yeah, I'm making hundred million dollars. Fuck. I think he was really hoping got Denver didn't draft a quarterback. Kid. I think he was. I think he wanted a vote of confidence. But the fact that they didn't take him in the first round. You know, maybe that'd be enough to just light a fire under him. Yeah, you know? I actually, I, listen, I think I like their uh, their day one and day two picks. Draymond Jones, three oh, technique. Love him. Reminds me of Malik Jackson. Yeah, I, actually, I, that's I, a perfect that's Reminds a perfect me of Malik Jackson. Similar yeah. size, tenacity, pass rush from the interior. Not love really it. good in the run game. Not but phenomenal. again, at this point, when you're playing in the this year's this year's NFL, you want a guy who's good. At yeah, least look, if you can rush the passer, you have a position. They have Derek Wolf. You know, they have guys that can stuff the run. Oh, and, they, they were talking about getting rid of Derek Wolf. Well, they're they're probably going to end up signing him, but the point is, even without that, they have they needed to draft D lineman in this draft. But I mean, as far as this year goes, Derek Wolf can do both. Let this guy worry about pushing the pocket from the inside. Like, and Malik you guys Jackson have did. a new head coach this year, Vic Fangio. Yeah, and, oh, he's uh, a genius. And yeah, I'm sure sh- that was the one thing I was shocked by. I like the guy from last year, though. He was all right. I did too. Van I had Joseph. nothing against him. So, so just because they didn't win, it's probably that. It's what, probably two years. Well, I think there was some rumblings with the players too. Like he's a players coach, but. Uh, it's about leadership in the locker room. And when Vic Fangio came in, there this was the big uh, I think it was quote. Because he was black. <laughs> well, when Vic Fangio walked in the room this year, they said that guy was the leadership role we, we haven't had since Peyton Manning left. You didn't see a big uproar from the players too, which is usually a telltale okay. sign that they were ready to move on. And okay. then some of them were getting frustrated. So maybe it was just time to move on. That's fair enough. It wasn't terrible, no. but it just wasn't good. Right. Some guys are just okay. better coordinators than they are head coaches. Okay. Hey. Hey. I think he's a phenomenal coordinator, and I do think he has. And Arizona's got got to steal us. He'll be a head coach. He'll be a head coach again. Yeah. Oh, so he, he went to Arizona? Yeah, he's yes. the D coordinator there, right? Yeah, I know this stuff, right? <laughs> so let's talk about the L.A. Chargers. The Chargers. Uh, real quick, just wanted to say, Juwan Winfrey, shout out to a local kid from Englewood. Nice. Uh, good luck. Oh, yeah, anything on the day? Don't da- give me your jersey bullshit. <laughs> love it. Love it, dude. And he's sure. Colorado, so you know they know something about him. They always got them in their back pocket right there. Well, yeah, they probably they probably saw him at the local pro day. Oh, yeah. What yeah. kid? What kid? Juwan Winfrey at the end of the sixth round for the Was, was there anything Broncos. else on there? There are two day two. Uh, day nah, nah. Play? Justin Hollins looks like a raw a athlete. Oh, Another okay, pass rush Winfrey, depth. I like it, though. Dead, okay, right. 
Go ahead. Let's go to the L.A. Chargers. So we're L.A. Chargers. They got Jeffrey T- Jerry Tillery in the first round. Dear God, I liked this guy so much. I know you talked about him, and I just ignored it whenever you brought him up. I just what? moved on to the next thing. I, you know, I didn't look. Kind as of much reminds me of Chris Jones. Yeah, I know you're right. You're right on that. And Chris Jones is a monster. I don't know if he's as good as Chris Jones, but well, they, they, I think they fell for the same issues. People were kind of worried, like they're they're not like entirely dedicated to football. They don't entirely love it. They have options outside of football. Hmm. But dude, this guy's a solid pass rusher. Good in the. I just think they the could have addressed game. other needs at this point, dude. I don't think anybody's saying that at, where the Chargers were at twenty eight. <laughs> Needs really, dude. You're getting the best. You're getting a guy who could be a top five pass rusher in this I draft. Like, I top think they had the most overrated draft. Fits in your D line system. You know, you have Bosa. You got Melvin Ingram. Now you're gonna have this guy at three technique. Uh, you get a nice chunky nose tackle to sit there and block the run. You know, like and just eat up gaps and eat up uh, blocks. And yet this guy going ahead and hitting the quarterback from the interior. If if Jerry Tillery pans out, and again, you're at 28 and you're getting a guy who a lot of people had rated as like a top 10, top 15 player, uh, I think they got the steal of the draft. And it was, yeah. last year, I think they got a steal too in Derwin James. He actually reminds me a little of the, the player from the Eagles who was out of A&M. Um, I'm forgetting his name. The interior lineman from the Eagles. Cox? Yes. Fletcher Cox. Yes. Um... Steel, you moving on. I know. I just shifted your gears. Now you're all flustered. I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about Cox today. What the fuck? I didn't know about this. Uh, no, I, again, uh, I, I'm excited because it seems like they keep on getting good players for that defense, and yeah. they just keep on getting better. Well, what needs did you think they should have filled with that spot? I think that they could have. I know that there wasn't that d- deep at that point, but maybe s- address something about the offensive line. Could have went after a corner. I think that they kind of address both of those by drafting their second round pick to be mm-hmm. honest though I think they're just waiting for the quarterback to have enough kids <laughs> so they can just use all his kids for their team yeah that works yeah there, there you go spread the ball around um yeah I think at that point I mean you know uh what's his name the, uh, the guy we just talked about Dalton Reisner was still there at that point in the draft they could have traded up in the second round to grab Dalton Reisner but they got your boy Nazir Adderley who you were like a it. big fan of when yeah. you know, like you said last time, uh, when you can get a chance to draft a kid from Delaware, you draft a kid from Delaware. <laughs> well, I also think that it's because of who else they have in terms of Derwin James. This is a really good compliment. Yes, perfect. Uh, it can play that overhang, free yep. safety role, fits in that uh, the cover three system that they're kind of running there, similar to the Seahawks. I, I like what they did in the first two rounds, man. Was, those two picks, I think that yes. defense, that defense. I think that's why you don't like it, is because you're you're a Denver fan, and that defense is going to be legit. A pain in the ass and probably beating up Flacco for quite a bit. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Although they're, uh, we'll I just run tra- Philip every- Lindsay right through Jerry Tillery and see what happens as he gets eaten by Jeffrey Tillery. That, that tight end finally retired, right? Who was it? Is was Gates it still there? Yeah. Uh I think he's a free agent right now. He has oh, okay. technically. Well, they have retired. Hunter Henry. Well, he came back. Does he have a lot of kids? Does he need? Well, he came back last year because uh, Hunter Henry tore his ACL, so he ended up coming back and helping out a bit. Uh, uh, no, I like the guy, but I'm saying, I mean, dude, it's been a while yeah, now. Yeah, man. He, he's kind of, it's weird when you go from superstar to like, oh, here's just, you know, third string tight end, goal he's line situation. Famer. Oh, for sure. He's but it's weird famer. when you watch that demise. You know what I mean? Like, they're still hanging around. I'm just saying, yeah. You don't I, see I that with a lot of other positions. I don't what he has to accomplish anymore. He might, maybe, you know, maybe he has a lot of kids, you know? <laughs> uh, I liked, I, I didn't I'm care much for Trey Pippins. baby. I didn't care much for Trey Pipkins. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind much of a about small him. school guy. I don't think he had a, to falls. waste that. I think it was like a high uh, upside pick that they were hoping for. But when you're in the the third round, like there's still players on the board that you could probably get. That's maybe true. a backup for you know Melvin Gordon. I know some people like uh, uh, Austin Eckler and the other guy. I like Eckler. 
I like Eckler. The other guy, I don't even remember his name. That's why I'm calling him the other guy. Uh, Drew Tranquil, I thought, was a decent one. They got a couple of Notre Dame guys, man. He was a safety in college. He played a lot of safety, and and you know what? I'm pretty sure he was a captain. Safety to linebacker, convert. Worst worst case scenario, you get a a real leader that can fill needs on special teams. I mean, he's he he, he could could do it all. Somebody that was a safety and they're good enough to be a linebacker, I would say that's always awesome. Oh yeah, that's great tackler, great tackler, good attitude. Like I said, pretty decent in coverage when you talk about comparative to linebackers. Yes, you know, not the most phenomenal athlete, but you know, I think it's a good transition for him. And, and again, day three picks, uh, like you said, special teams. That's usually where you're trying to take guys to be on your special teams. And that's that's obviously his floor. Yeah. So, and then they also got another linebacker. Clearly, they're trying to address the linebacker position a little and then bit. You got to talk about the fact that they're starting to look at quarterbacks. Yeah. You know you I mean? seen, well, in round five. But it's Philip Rivers. You, you started this with the Patriots. But they were doing with Ryan Mallett back when they were taking all these other plays. They were trying yeah. to see. I'm shocked they didn't they're take getting... one sooner, actually. I'm shocked like where they took Pipkins, they didn't take Will Greer. Try to trade up and get Will Greer. Yeah. Well, you I, kept I'm talking surprised. about Will Greer. Where did he go? Did someone draft him? Someone make that Carolina mistake? Carolina Panthers in the third round. Oh, they made that mistake. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised Ooh. about that, too, man. I don't know. Maybe that, that was something to do with they wanted to keep Philip Rivers happy, maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they didn't want... How many years do you think well, you wanna... really got left? And, and Yeah, but that's also... Like, I mean, we know his sperm is strong, you know? <laughs> his son might take his spot. There you go. Probably. It was the oldest. Or daughter. Who knows? Wait, does he have eight kids? Nine kids? I think it's double 22? digits. I think what? it might be double digits I think by it now. might be double digits. He, he says he wants more. Might have to talk but to I don't think Easton Stick is, you know, he's a developmental guy. Right. People he's do just, this all the time, just take a fifth round. You know, you need a guy for camp anyway. Uh, I was a little bit more shocked they didn't take somebody sooner, but I don't think, maybe they just didn't think there was anybody there worth taking. Think of the Chargers like a C. Really a C? Think a C. Uh, I think everybody else in the AFC West did better than them. I disagree, especially when you get to this next uh, team. Isn't that so hard to tell, though? I mean, yeah, isn't it, of isn't course. It also, we haven't graded anybody yeah, else's draft, but you really don't like the Chargers. Well, the rest of them have higher than a C. I'll give the Chiefs a C plus. <laughs> well, let's go to the Chiefs. Uh, they didn't have a first-round pick. They traded that for Frank Clark. Are we including that in that analysis? I have no clue. No. Uh, they And honestly, that was an interesting trade. Uh, they they drafted their first pick was McCole Hartman from I Georgia, think, speedy guy. Uh, I think I, that's obvious some, why they took him. Yeah, the Tyreek Hill situation. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with what they were going to yeah, do. Yeah, I think they kind of got a little shocked by that, and they went, all right, let's go grab the fastest guy who's still around on the board. Yeah, Although, I'm sure he was still ranked higher on their board, though. They wouldn't just do that. Randy Reed Yeah, no, well, I mean, Andy Isabella, I think, was still there. Yeah. So uh, they didn't just take the fastest guy there because Andy Isabella was faster. Right. Um, Can't track the ball in the air as well. But we'll get there. I'm yeah. Whole, what, what position is he? What is he playing? He's a wide receiver. Harbor. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so McCall Harmon uh, from Georgia. And, I mean, you know, he had hands issues, I feel like, though. Did you watch some of his tape, though? It's very exciting. Yeah, I mean. It's very exciting. Very electric player. <laughs> I was shocked, though, by the, I was shocked by the Georgia players, though, because like he's the only one who really tested well. Yeah, we had this conversation last Georgia time. Georgia players just don't seem to. T- uh, Georgia and Alabama and Clemson, because I, well, I think all the guys were in the. What about Eric Zier, dude? You don't know who that is. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry. Shh. He's not even on. Terrell Davis didn't test well. He did okay Shh. from Georgia. Juan Thornhill I liked. Yeah, I'm super. I Kansas was going to say. I think I was actually. There's Eric Berry. There he is. That was that was my best. That was my favorite pick of their draft. And also, I like Kalen Saunders. D uh, tackle. Everybody, Wojo likes. You find out happens to be on Cleveland all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's some connection. To you must have known something. You weren't as high on Greedy, and then we talked about him, and then you were really liking him, and then they drafted him. So it's like you must have known something. Well, I, you hanging out with Kitchens? Am I hitting him? <laughs> I know you and Baker are close, but... Him and 
Baker. We're not talking about the Browns. We're talking about Kansas City Chiefs. Don't act like you don't like it. You didn't know, though? You didn't know that he, he's got the blow-up doll with Baker's face on it? Oh, Actually, yeah. Well, I didn't. like I said, he keeps that stuff private for a reason. Well, <laughs> Baker, now stop. <laughs> Steve, start the investigation. Let's see what we can find out. All right. Yeah, Steve, I, I, I happen to only have one person I cup their balls. You cup everybody's balls. Dude. Still admitting to cupping balls. Yours is just on air. and Shanahan's. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I give him a firm handshake. Firm handshake. Maybe a quick hug and a back pat. Nice dick stroke. You're too young, man. When you're 45, you'll be cupping balls. <laughs> I thought Natural Kalen, progression of life, apparently. I thought Kalen Saunders was a good pickup, man. Yeah, yeah. Athletic D tackle. Yep. Uh, can play one and two. Sounds uh, like Don Terry Poe. Maybe a little better. Not quite as athletic. I don't think he's Dontari Poe. I think he's kind of more. I kind of reminds me more of Sue than Dontari Poe. He's a little bigger than Sue. Yeah, I, uh, a little big, a little big, a little big dude. Kalen Saunders, a little big dude. You know what I mean? A little, little short and you know, not short, but like a little more stout than other D tackles. And, and their day three, Rashad Fenton uh, was a solid, solid player. Depth. Yeah, I mean, well, they got to figure. I'm shocked they didn't take a, a corner sooner. Weird running back pick. I think he, you Darwin know, Thompson. I think they have a pass catcher, yeah. small guy. Yeah, probably not going to really replace. Quarterbacks uh, another one of them positions though that you don't know until they really get that's to true. the NFL. Yeah. You know because uh, you don't know what teams they played, you don't know what coaches they had, you don't know how far they were pushed, and sometimes I know in these colleges, um, you know they make players play positions that they don't really want to play. Yeah, and like I know somebody personally who was a running back and he got drafted by the Cleveland Browns this was years ago. Um, and oh, it's, this is Cleveland Brown story. I didn't even know. But and what they wanted him to do was they wanted him to switch to cornerback. Yep. And he blew a hammy because they wanted him to gain. They wanted him to lose weight. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, yeah, we've seen that happen a few times in terms of we talked about it with corners and safeties and where they're going and transitioning. Actually, they wanted him to gain and weight. Scheme. They wanted him to gain weight. Yeah. yeah Which I mean, hey, that's you're not used to running with that extra weight on you. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's yep. Yep. maybe you're not built for that. They think you are, but that you know your body. I was actually shocked they uh, – bringing it back to the Kansas City Chiefs, I was shocked they took Darwin Thompson. Just because yeah. he doesn't – like he doesn't not, fit the rest of the mold. Well, yeah, like. he just doesn't have any like, good vision. He kind of, well, he kind of reminds me of Sharkhandrick West, except he's just not even like – most of the guys they usually take are usually have good football IQ kind yeah. of guys. I, you know, not with this guy. He kept on – you know, runs into his own O-lineman, you know, kind of <laughs> – does the – Darwin, Darwin Thompson, Thompson, the running back sixth the round Chiefs. pick. I shot – you know, again, another – I, I, clearly, they're not worried about running back. They did sign uh, Carlos Hyde, and they also uh, – oh, what's the other one? that They have uh, Damian and Daryl Williams. Yeah. So I, I think they feel okay. Maybe he's a Mormon. All right. Uh, I think this guy's more of like a third-down, pass-catching kind of guy. Joseph Smith wants you to get a first down. And they took a flyer on Dan <laughs> Smith. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, you were you were saying you felt like the Chargers had the worst draft out of these guys. I don't know, man. I, I, I I'm being harsh. I just here's the thing. I, I definitely they did better them than... on the back. Like, oh, you guys did great. And I well, you know, I think their first he... two picks I liked. I, I don't know. I don't think they got anything out of the rest except maybe Drew Tranquil. <laughs> yeah, but I think that remains to be seen. I think the rest is just kind of guys that'll be out of the league in a few years. Yeah. So basically, I hope they're not. I hope you guys do well and make a lot of money. I know, and that's what I I want to stress. Like yeah. when we talk about people, I don't wish anybody. Else. I don't know these people I want personally. Everybody's family to do well. I mean, we're just trying to have some fun here. He wants you to do well, so that way he can kind of find you and come cup your balls. I, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Only um, wealthy balls, apparently. So yeah, that was the AFC West. Uh, thanks for coming on. We'll have another show with uh, our buddy Ricky here, uh, talking about the NFC West.
And uh, do you want them to be able to find you on any social media or not? I don't barely have social media. I'm just I'm just here for the uh, I'm just here for the snacks. Just here for the snacks. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, he kind of looks like snacks if he was albino. <laughs> anyway, so Walter, uh, you can follow us at DraftVice at Twitter. Uh, you could also follow me at Brojo Death Punch. B R O J O. Death is in the end of life. Punch as like what I did to his cunt. And uh, where can they find you, Light Bearer? <laughs> yeah, I have an Instagram. I'm not using it yet, though. I, you know, I gotta get one of these. Do you know what uh, the handle is? I gotta get one of these millennials. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I gotta get one of these millennials to help me. I'm the some wrong dude one. was like, some dude, some comedian we work with was like, "I'll do it for you for fifty bucks a week." <laughs> and I was like, uh, "No." <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was, but anyway, cheers. Uh, like, subscribe, follow us, do whatever you can. Anthony Quinn on Facebook. Show up at his door. Write a re- review, hopefully a good review. For an iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, five stars, preferably. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to pee.